the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we are talking savings, investments, in your retirement on the show here today. And as always, our show is about saving, saving money and investing for the future. And our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up over the long term. Uh, save aggressively, invest conservatively. Huck, we got a lot to talk about on the show here, as always. Uh, there's a number of ways you can listen. You can listen to go to the uh, AM 1070, The Answer, or KNTH, just Googling KNTH. Go to the website, hit the Listen Live button. You can listen anywhere in the world. A lot of people do. Uh, also, uh, we've got podcasts. Typically, they're there by Monday. You can go to the uh, go to the podcast section of the uh radio station, and you can pull down the Max Out Savings uh, podcast show. So it, it, there's a lot of good stuff, a lot of ways to participate. And, of course, you can always uh, sign up for the free Max Out Savings report, which i got to write this week. Uh comes out once a month talking about savings, talking about investments. A lot of ways to participate. Uh, so uh, where to start here this week? Where to start? Well, Jennifer, you'll see. Do you like this? Do you know whose number this is? This is Yuli Goriel's. I've got my official Astros jersey. I had mine custom made. I'm wearing it. I'm all fired up. Uh, go Astros. This has been exciting. They'll be here. You know, hopefully we'll win uh, next game and uh, be on to the World Series. Uh, you know, it, it's pretty amazing. It's a lot of fun to watch. And, of course, to beat the Yankees is always very special. So, uh you know, go Astros. We're we're fired up about that. Uh, the you know, it's just it's like uh, you know the show. I never run out of stuff to talk about because it's something new every single day. I mean, it it it, it it's like one. I, mean, I think generally in, in the world today, there's uh, there's just an enormous amount of of uh, of of it really, it's a populist revolution spreading around the world, and you're seeing it in everything from uh, Pre- President Trump to uh, to Brexit. You're seeing, uh, you know, and I, and I saw in Chile today. There, you know, they're having they have a kind of a populist thing down there it, in Hong Kong. Look at the uh, the Free Hong Kong movement. I mean, it's it's happening all over the world. <laughs> Populism, except China, of course, which doesn't allow its citizens to do anything, but. But, but this is something that's happening around the world. And, and you know, there's a school of thought out there. And it really, I've said it on the show a couple a couple of years back. Uh, you know, that really is a, that I this this time really reminds me of the of the 1930s in many ways. It really, yeah, yeah in the same thing you had you had uh, different types of you had a populism back then. You had socialism. Uh, if if you read, you know, the the seminal Amity Schley's book, The Forgotten Man, we had Amity on our show, which was a huge get. I mean, she was just remarkable uh, writer, and she detailed the uh, the 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 nineteen thirties and all the damage done by Roosevelt and 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 the liberals, and that's when they tried to pack the courts and. 
it ultimately led up to it wasn't just in the United States it was all over the world it led up to uh you know the depression and then the the rise of of Nazi Germany and 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 World War 2 and, 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 and there's a school Ray Dalio's done some very good work on this as well and 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 you know he he basically it's the same thing it, it's more akin to the 1930s where you had the crash in 1929 and then then you had the the 30s it, which you had the 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 populism the communism socialism spread around the world uh you know the nazis were socialist of course and uh and and then we ultimately had a war and and dalio's most recent thing he really had an interesting thing he said there's kind of there's four types of wars there's a there there's a uh there there's a uh currency wars there's a uh what is it Cur- currency war trade war and technology war and a hot war and 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 if you look at them particularly with china we're pretty much into the first three and, and, and we're dealing with in Europe. Clearly, they're engaged in a currency war, pushing their currency lower. And uh, the Europeans aren't smart enough to have a technology war with us. But, uh, you know, it it, uh, it, it so it it really is. And, and now, you know, the trade war, uh, we're starting to deal with that. We put sanctions on, on the, the Europeans and, and and so we've got sanctions on China. I mean, China's pretty hot. I mean, you know. For all the talk of of the Russians, uh, the uh, you know the, you, you get in the military circles and and they're not talking about Russia; they're talking about China. And and, and so so you know it, it is it is that time. It it, it it's very similar to. And, and so there's tremendous amounts of risk in the world. There's ter- tremendous amounts of of uh, of, of dissatisfaction. And uh, back then, you know, you didn't have television, but you had radio. And you had people really. Uh, radio was more akin to the internet is today, and more information came out there, and people see what what other people have, and then things go down. They want it's just it's a change, so it's very like the very volatile times, and it, this is what we're dealing with. I mean, uh, I, I think the one difference between now and the '30s is 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 the Federal Reserve has been utterly fixated on the uh, they the 1930s and they flooded the system with money and and actually Amity Schley's book the forgotten man really discusses this it, her the, the big school of thought out there from the 1930s was well the fed was too tight and then we had a decade of problems because they were too tight but Amity lays out the case that really it was socialism socialist issues by the Roosevelt administration one thing after another the new deal and and that really pushed down capitalism in the united states and and so the fed is has taken that and thought that the fed was the only problem and looked at it through their typical myopic lens of the federal reserve and and, and misunderstood what was happening and so they flooded the system of money with now uh we begun a new a new round of of, of quantitative easing that's come up you know that just oh excuse me a new round of something but the federal reserve said it's not quantitative easing how they're ever they're putting 60 billion dollars into the into into the economy every month they were taking out 50 billion so it's 110 billion dollars per month swing over the last couple months uh which is an enormous amount of money over a year it's over a trillion dollars and so uh you know this is you know they're trying to do it but this time they've taken rates to record lows they've run out of ammunition and the only way they can go is negative rates and and there's a big school of thought at the federal reserve and an economist around the world they're going wait a minute negative interest rates don't work and they go yes it does and they go no look what happened in europe they've had negative interest rates they've had a lost decade of growth they've had no growth in europe and then japan came up with negative interest rates they've had no growth over there so so they they're into the they're at the end of the line for the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve has driven themselves into a box canyon, and 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 they're having they're they're gonna have trouble getting out. So this is more problems with the markets, and this is more at the same time since the Federal Reserve cut rates so much and encouraged so much risk taking, we're dealing with massive amounts of debt in the United States over three hundred percent, three hundred twenty percent debt to GDP. Now, unfortunately. For fortunately for the U.S., we're not the biggest. the the The, the EU is at three seventy five. Now China is at three hundred percent debt to GDP. But I'm pretty convinced that that's not dealing with the true amount of debt in China based on the shadow banking system based on our work. So we think it's about three hundred seventy five percent. China and the Europeans are much bigger debt problems than the United States. 
we're pretty good shape overall. The big problem with debt in the United States is corporate America. And it's not just me saying this. It's the IMF. It's the Bank of International Settlement. Even the Fed has pointed fingers at the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve is now the biggest the biggest thing in corporate America is returning returning money to shareholders i was on a call uh, 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 i was speaking with some some uh corporate people uh stock we're looking to invest in at max out saving bonds they're like look hey if we get this thing it's going to be a really big deal uh and then that'll give us money to return to shareholders i'm like wait a minute if you get this you're going to have to put a lot of money into the system my clients want you into your company to build it up because this is going to take the company up to the next level my clients are long-term investors in the stock market. We don't want you returning money to us. We want you growing that company. This is an opportunity that comes around once in a very rare while. Why are you looking at returning share? And the reason is, is because corporate America, because institutions are running around telling every all these companies to return money to shareholders. Uh, the activist shareholders are going around frightening corporations into into short-term invest, short-term planning, so they can return money to shareholders and they can cash out quickly. And, but but what we do as long-term investors, our clients, they retire. They live for 30 more years, 30 years. I mean, we're not interested in what next quarter's earnings are. It, it, but instead, so for the first time in a long time, corporations, and this is very unusual, are paying more money out in stock buyback programs and dividends than they're earning. Now, typically, that happens in a recession where, hey, you know, we're just we're barely making any money. We're just trying to pay out to keep the dividend going. That doesn't typically happen at the top where you're earning a lot of money. And what that tells you is corporate America is putting in too much money in short-term stock buyback programs to boost up earnings so they can hit their bonuses and not enough into long-term planning. I mean, this is a perfect example. I'm not going to name the company. Uh, we're not in it yet. We're looking to buy it here shortly. But it, it, a great opportunity, but it just shows you this company could double the size of the company, it, and yet they're talking about it because that's what all the institutions want to hear out there. And, and so so, so what we're dealing with is is big stock buyback programs, a lot of debt in corporate America. So you have to be cautious right now. I mean, in the world today, we're living in a more of a 1930s analog, which is the time you want to protect your money. You want to protect your assets. And so this is, if you look at the stock market, you know, the S&P 500 is in the same place. It's up since 2018, October of 2018. It's up about 2%. Two percent since October, over a year ago. It's up now. It's going up and down all over the place. It's hitting lower. It's hitting lower highs, which is not a good situation. So you know all the talk out there uh, on these markets. There's a tremendous amount of risk, and and you have to understand that. I mean, corporate the economy is starting to slow. Typically, it, during during an election year, you got a pretty good economy. I think we're going to have a pretty good economy, but you got to understand. The Democrats in the mainstream media want this economy to go off a cliff. I mean, the worst thing that can happen at CNN is is unemployment to drop to 3% and the economy to get better because, you know, Jeff Zucker at CNN, this guy wants Donald Trump gone. He doesn't care how it happens. If he could cut a deal with uh, 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 Premier Jing, uh, what's the name, in China, to take out President Trump, he would do it. He doesn't care. The guy has lost his mind. He's ahead of CNN, but and he and, and every person at CNN knows if they support Donald Trump, they're going to get fired. Okay, and, and this is the problem. We're, we're dealing with these people at the top of these corporations that have lost their minds, that don't know what they're doing, and, and they and they basically have placed a massive bet against the United States economy and the working people because in their mind, the working people. They elected Donald Trump, and Jeff Zucker at CNN absolutely believes that, you know, they have no right to elect that person. And, you know, we'll see who's right in the end. And, uh, you know, maybe Jeff Zucker, maybe the American people elect him president. I wouldn't I wouldn't place any type of money on that bet. I think he might have his end might come sooner than people think. But uh, this is this is what we're dealing with out here. And so typically you have a pretty good economy going into into a into a 2020 election but understand the democrats don't want that to happen that makes it more difficult now so we've got uh, we got bad numbers that came out of china okay china's clearly in a slowdown this week we got bad numbers coming out of europe europe this brexit thing is a train wreck 
that's just beyond belief that's dragging their economies down. And we're going to be discussing some changes about that. A lot of things are happening. And then we have a slowdown coming somewhat in the United States right now. All of that is not the best interest. Now's the time you want to have your risk plan in place and be a little more cautious. Can the market bounce up a little bit? Yeah. But understand, valuations are stretched. They're extremely high, and the world is rapidly changing and not for the better. Tell you what, we're going to discuss how you can get through some of these things right after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Welcome, welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We need to have a, maybe another version of that. But okay, here we go. Uh, a couple of things. I want to just clarify the thing with Jeff Zucker. Look, I I don't think all the networks should be supporting Donald Trump. I, I really look at MSNBC. Hey, we're the progressive news station. All the progressives, all the little Democrats are over there hanging out. You know, look, I get that. If I was a media executive and there wasn't a MSNBC and I had a lot of money, I'd say, hey, I'm going to do a liberal liberal news station and I'll get those people's business and I'll make a bunch of money. I get that and I respect that. What I don't respect is AT&T uh, and CNN, AT&T owns CNN, and, and they got this clown Zucker, Jeff Zucker, running the company, has a personal vendetta against Donald Trump. And then he's going to sit there and move the whole news station, which is supposed to be kind of the mainstream middle of the road, into the basically the attack Donald Trump news network. And, and I, I think that's very detrimental to the country. I think it split the country up. Uh, because, look, a, a lot of the conservatives like Fox, the progressives, the, you know, the liberals, they like MSN. Well, you know, a lot of people in the middle, they just they're sort of watching uh, CNN. And, and and so what he's trying to do is he's trying to convert all those people. It, 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 and and it, he basically CNN has been caught with one lie, one distortion after another. And 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 they just keep getting away with it. And and and, and so I, I think. I think Zucker ought to resign. I think that the chair, the the board of AT and T, ought to demand his resignation. And uh, but that's just me. 
Now, so it's not that I, I look, I respect, the, you know, both sides. I think there needs to be uh, the media for both sides in here. And I think that's very important. It, it, it's when you get, you know, you get these these individuals that have just personal vendettas Yeah, that, you know, CNN is owned by AT&T. I mean, you can get the conservatives matter and matter. It's going to start bleed. It's starting already to bleed off into AT&T. And, you know, people could cut off their AT&T service and things like that. And so I can't believe they've let this guy go on as long as he have has. I, I really can't. But. Yeah, that's just me. But but I do think the media has done a tremendous disservice to the United States of America. I mean, they have gone after uh, President Trump tooth and nail. uh, And he's right in the middle of very tough negotiations against the Chinese. If you talk to anybody in the military, if you talk to anybody, even a lot of the establishment, even the quote, you know, the elite establishment in, 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 in Washington, these guys are very, very concerned about what's going on in China. They now realize they've been played. Almost all of them realize they've been. We've the United States has been played by the Chinese. They took advantage of our good, you know, our, our good intentions in the, for the world, and, and and they've become a material threat to the world. And 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 so we're in very tough negotiations. This, as we talked about earlier in the show, you know, there's different types of war, and trade war is one of them. And it's a pretty hot trade war, make no mistake about it. The only level beyond this is pretty much a, a shooting war. And so we're dealing, with, I mean, if this thing goes really badly, we can end up in a shooting war. And here these clowns are uh, on the Democratic Party, and I'm not going to blame the Democrats, really in the media, just attacking President Trump and weakening his negotiating position. And, and I think that is a danger to the country. And, and and so this is something we want to watch. Now, I think it's also affecting, I, I think we could have gotten a deal if the United States would have been pulled together behind President Trump. I think the Chinese would have been much more likely to get a deal. And I think that's damaged us. But, but the other thing I'm looking at when it comes to the investment markets is this impeachment thing. Which I look, I don't think there's anything there. As near as I can see, this is ridiculous. Uh, the uh, I, I think the Democrats won an impeachment. They, you know, if you look back at the Clinton impeachment, if you really polled Democrat uh, Republicans, not Democrats, but Republicans, uh, Bill Clinton was a Democrat. And you say, look, should we impeach the president and throw him out? I, you know, the numbers were never that high that, oh, yeah, absolutely. We want we want Clinton out of there For, on the Republican side, Republican side. And this time, if you polled the Democrats, yeah, if you go, hey, we've got video evidence of of President Donald Trump jaywalking across the street in Washington D.C. Should we impeach him? Eighty percent of the Democrats will say yes. I mean, th- uh, that might be a little high, but not much. They've completely lost their minds with impeachment. So we're we're dealing with the impeachment now. Looking out there, uh, looking at uh, at uh, the head of the Senate, McConnell, uh, he said, "Look, we'd like to get something." done on impeachment, a, a vote on impeachment or something by around Thanksgiving. Well, that's a month away. That's one month away. So which means that thing has got to go from the House to the Senate in one month. And 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 the question is, is, well, how do you impeach President Trump? Well, they really don't have anything. So, so how you do it, if you're the Democrats, is, look, we want to gin up the case that everybody in the country wants this president gone. They don't want to have a vote on this issue. They, they, they want they want. Oh, you know, I'm surprised the CNN truck isn't in front of my house going. This is the last man in the United States of America that doesn't want to impeach Donald Trump. That's the illusion they're trying to create. So you have this uh, this general clown putting his uh, an op-ed in the New York Times. You know, the New York Times doesn't like Trump, so of course they're going to come up it, to convince everybody that, look, all the military wants Donald Trump gone. You know, they're exceptionally upset because we're getting out of Syria. All the military really all want to be in Syria. Well, look, I got a, I got a, a son in the military. Believe me, I don't want him in Syria. Okay, and I'm suspecting most of the military thinks they want to defend the United States. They're not there for nation building around the world. And so they try to create an illusion. And so this is why you had a bunch of uh, former uh, deputy attorney generals. Oh, the president should be impeached. You know, 12 of them sign a letter or whatever. They're trying to create this illusion out there that everybody wants. This is why you're seeing these the 52 percent. 53%, you know, the number's going to keep going up, you know, they're going to go poll, uh, they find that 
I can come up with any anything you want on a poll. I just need to poll the right type of people, right group of people, and then I can get the answer I want. Well, oh, 53% want the president gone and impeached. They, you're going to see these. No, they, they, so, so they create this illusion. Everybody wants Donald Trump impeached. The military wants Donald Trump impeached. He's a threat to the United States. All the, the people in the Justice Department, everybody, they're creating this illusion because they want everybody to think. So they've got, they know they have two or three weeks to try to craft it, create the illusion to convince you that everybody except you wants Donald Trump impeached. Okay, so this is not about the law. This is not about the vote. This is not doing about a vote. This is about creating the illusion if you can do a soft coup and get away with it. That's what this is about. And so what I what I think is this is very detrimental to the economy. I think this is scaring the American people. I think this is going to slow down the economy. And I, and I think it's going to hurt the stock market. I mean, I think you have to really understand that. You have to understand. Watch what happens Sunday on all the media shows, probably led by Chris Wallace. Okay. Who, you know, they're going to bring all these people on arguing for impeachment all over the place on the Sunday news shows. More op-eds are going to be all over the place. Polls are going to be popping up everywhere. And so, again, this is causing dissension. Look, when Nixon, Nixon, uh, market dropped 20 percent during the the impeachment. Nixon resigned. No impeachment. Things are great. Market dropped another 20 percent. That's now 40 percent. So understand that this is not good for the country uh, understand that this is a clearly uh, a political game. I think they, they maybe are coming to the calculus. They might not be able to beat Donald Trump. So their only hope is to try to throw him out of office somehow. So none of this is good. It's not good for the economy. So so something to think about. Uh, I know that's kind of a long winded explanation, but I want you to understand that this is a big program they're going to try to push forward. So we'll see what happens with it. Uh, I don't think they got a chance, uh, but understand Here's the other thing to remember, too, is, look, the media, and this is not a knock in the media, okay, but the media will always make anything look like a horse race. I mean, Reagan trounced, uh, was it Mondale? Mondale. I mean, he trounced, the media still, I mean, it was like a landslide. It was, they just, it was the greatest, I mean, it was just, it was a slot. I mean, they just wiped him out, uh, Mondale and the Democrat. The media still tried to make it seem like it was a close race. They're always going to make it seem like a close race because they're, you know you're gonna you're gonna watch you're gonna watch the newspaper or the TV a little more closely. Oh, what's gonna happen next? So, so understand they're gonna try to create the same thing here. But, but what's different this time is this is a part of plan by the Democrats and the media, and so they're launching this massive campaign we're gonna be hit with over the next couple of weeks, two or three weeks. So, something to watch. Uh, anyway, try to get over to a couple other areas here. Uh, what do we have? I wanted to touch base some on uh, RMDs. These are the uh, required minimum distributions. Now, we were hoping there's something called the SECURE Act coming out, which is it's it's a new savings bill that they're going to they're trying to simplify 401ks to make it easier for small companies to start 401ks or maybe a whole bunch of small companies pull all their you know, op- the uh, plans in, in, and they can have one big plan and, and save on costs. And then if you have a plan, you, you can join the 401k plan at the company. And if you move to another company, you just move you, you, they just move you over there and it's in the same plan. Uh, plus they're going to change up, uh, they're, they're looking to change up some of the, the savings programs. Uh, a big thing is that they, they might change, force out the uh, inherited IRAs. So you have to take them out within 10 years. Uh, another thing that's out there is, and I think this is the big thing, because they're going to ex- uh, extend the age for RMDs. Presently, it's seven and a half. An RMD is simply required minimum distribution. So if you have an IRA, you can keep the money in and it grows tax-free up until the point you get seventy and a half. At that point in time, you got to pull some of the money out a little bit each year. As you get older, it's typically three and a half percent something. As you get older, it can be quite a bit of money, uh, seven, eight percent or more. Uh, but that you're pretty old at that point in time. Uh, and, 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 and so this is something that we're watching closely. I thought I'm really surprised. It, it, it's the one thing that's passed this that there that, that really seemed to be a massive amount of bipartisan support. I think it passed 300 and something to 20 or some ridiculous number uh, in the House. And now it's at the Senate and 
and we'll see if that gets done. But for now, the RMDs are going to be at 70 and a half. We'll let you know if that changes. I don't think it's going to, it's so late this year, I'd be surprised if it changes, but you never know. Uh, but a couple of things I just wanted to touch on RMDs. It's got to be paid out by the end of the year. There's a 50% penalty if you don't. So it's a pretty big penalty, uh, very painful. Uh, and a couple things on RMDs. If you have two IRAs, an IRA at the bank, an IRA at at your investment firm, uh, you have a total of, of uh, $900,000 at the investment firm, $100,000 in IRA at the bank, you can... You can take all of the all of the money, your RMD out of. So if you so you got your RMD is ten thousand dollars. You got to take nine hundred dollars, nine thousand dollars at the bank. I'm just making up numbers here, and then a thousand at the at the uh, at the hundred at, the, at your hundred thousand dollar credit union. Probably a little more than that, but for this uh, example, well, you can do two things. You can you can take the thousand out of the out of the bank one in, in a. Nine thousand out of your uh, investment firm, or what you can do is you can say, "Look, I don't want to, I don't want to touch my investment things. Uh, let's take it all out at the bank, so you can take a ten thousand dollars out of your bank IRA, and and that counts for your whole RMD. Or you can take all of it out of your investment account, ten thousand out, and then that accounts for the bank and the investment RMD. So you can combine your R, you can combine your RMD at one account and take it out. That's the important thing. Now, can you take it out from your spouse's account? The answer is no. So if your spouse has it, she has to take it, or he has to take it out of out of their own account. So, uh, and now keep in mind, of course, there's no there's no RMDs from Roth accounts, but with something you now, let's say you've got an RMD of of nine thousand dollars out of your investment account, and you have an inherited IRA where you where you have an RMD of a thousand dollars. In that case, the RMD has to come out of the inherited account, and the and the nine thousand dollar RMD has to come out of the investment account. You cannot combine an inherited IRA in an IRA. So something to think about: RMDs are coming up. And, and and so if you need some help on that, you can always ask me a question. Just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. We'll try to get your questions answered. These are a little complicated. Once you get them down, they're pretty simple. But those are required minimum distributions. Now, we'll have to wait and see what's going to happen with the uh, the SECURE Act. It's gonna, are they going to extend RMDs out? Are they going to change up the RMDs for inherited accounts? That's probably even a bigger deal. They might force people to take it out within 10 years. This is something we're going to watch here closely. We'll keep you informed. Any changes that come up, we're going to write about it in the Max Out Savings Report. And by the way, you can get the Max Out Savings Report by going to the website, Max Out Savings, our website, maxoutsavings.com. Go sign up for the free report. It is absolutely free. There's no cost whatsoever to the report. We don't bother you. We don't call you up. The most we've ever done is we did a seminar. We put it in the report that we're doing a seminar. That is the extent that we do anything besides give you the report. Uh, it's a private list. It's completely free. We talk about everything from RMDs to the trade war. Uh, you, two years ago, we said this trade war is the real deal. It's going to be much more serious than everybody says. Don't buy the trade tiff, trade dust-up routine. This is a serious thing. Ten, ten years ago... Like 10, 12 years ago, we were warning you what was going to happen in 2008 with the failure of the investment banks. We warned on the failure of the investment banks eight months ahead of time before anyone even thought it was possible. We we did, we laid out the case why and how they would fail. Nobody did that. We did it in the Max Out Saving Reports. So we take a lot of complex issues and try to make them real simple for you to understand. So just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. Also, by the way, this is a live show here. You can give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070 here at the Max Out Savings Show. We'll try to get your questions answered. Uh, couple, uh, uh, when we get back from the break, I'm going to touch base on, an, on an, another new trend out there, TOD accounts, transfer on death uh, accounts. It's, it's a pretty interesting way to go. There's also some pitfalls. I want to touch base on that. Uh, also, we're going to be touching. Let you, I really want to take a look at a little bit more at this market. Uh, and uh, by the way, uh, yeah, so we'll get back here and, and hit those things right after the quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Drive and drive. Don't you ever sleep. 
calling out the exit signs like promises to keep their yeah, promises. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments, and your retirement. Let's take a call from Randy. Hey, Randy, how you doing? Good, Ted. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Excellent. Well, guess guess we got a big big day of football here, and we'll see if the Astros can get any hits tonight. But uh, we got first things first. Yeah, I know that's tough but, to when you got that going on. Yeah, I guess. It, I guess I I want to know: Do we really need to worry about President Trump's re-election? I mean, we got. Fifty, sixty thousand people showing up for his rallies, and I don't, I don't trust any of those polls any farther not to throw them. Yeah, look, I, I, no, I, I agree. I, I, th- I think tr- right now Trump's looking pretty good for the election, and I, I think he's going to make some changes. Uh, yeah, and you know, Pence, Pence is looking. You know, I think he's got a pretty good uh, team in place now with Pence and Pompeo and and Mulvaney and and a lot of people. You know, we're losing Rick Perry, but you know, from what I hear, Rick just kind of wanted to, uh, you know. Uh, sit back. I think he's done a phenomenally good job. And and so I, I think things are going well. I mean, I, I you know, it, it, it's uh, he was at that plant up in uh, and, you know, one reason he went to Fort Worth was up in uh, uh, just south uh, east of so, just south of Fort Worth. They're putting in a what is it, a Gucci plant or uh, I'll get it. What is it? But they're putting to make purses in the United States, 500 jobs. I mean, People are starting to come back to work for the United States, which is exciting. Well, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting the you know, manufacturing. We're building up ahead of steam there. But I was going to mention one more thing about these RMDs. <clears throat> if you have an IRA and you also have some other plan like a 403B, then you have to apply your RMD percentage to both of them. You can't combine those two. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, separate, you mean, yes. Right, because that, that's the situation I'm in right now. So I'm, I personally know, you know, what what, what that means. But uh, it, there was there was questions to be answered about that in the beginning when I first had to start my RMD. But that's what you have to do. Some people may not realize that, particularly if they've been uh, in any any kind of tax deferred stuff, which is not an IRA. 
you have to be careful about that. Yeah, that's it. Now, now, just so we clarify for our listeners, if you rolled your, rolled your 403B into an IRA, then you could do that. But since it's in a, a separate a 403B or 401K plan, you cannot combine it. Right. You have, right. To, have to apply your RMB percentage to, to both of them, and, uh, and, and you can't combine the two together. Well, there we go, Ted. Uh, well, I'm going to mention one more thing. Since the Federal Reserve is out there kind of horsing around, it uh, looks like maybe they have finally burst our bond bubble. What do you think? Yeah, look, that's a that's a very astute point, Randy. Is if you look over the last two weeks, interest rates are starting to go up. Yeah. Well, well, I've also noticed that it looks like if you look at the yield curve, the the low point of the curve is is gone. Is it began to pull back? It was at about five years, and now it's around three. Well, what do you think that means? Is is that that mean the people that uh, that uh, the people overseas are beginning to get more confidence in their own personal countries or something? Uh, yeah, look, I, I think, yeah, a couple of things. Uh, you got the election coming up. People are nervous about that. The Fed is trying, by doing this, by buying what they are, the Treasury bills are forcing down the front of the curve to, to create more of a a of a uh, steeper yield curve, which is going to help the banks and the financing out. And, and the other thing that, that I think they're doing is they're, they're starting to look out and, and they want to be in the three-year because we're looking at buying the two, three years on, on an ETF because if we go into a slowdown, that's where the rates are going to really drop the most. And then you, on the other side of that, over the next one, you're going to get inflation. And that's what they're trying to protect themselves against. All right. Well, as, well, as, as the bond prices kept going up, I kept selling, you know, in into that bubble, but now it looks like it's pretty well popped out and it's coming back down. So I'm just gonna hold on to the bonds I have now. I probably won't sell anymore. Yeah, you know what you want to do right now, Randy, is if you got anything that you think is on the lower end of, of the of uh, of the qualities when you want to you want to start getting out of those, you want to high grade your bonds now. The quality. Yeah, well, uh, some some of them will come back, like Teva, pharmaceutical, uh, pharma, uh, pharmaceuticals, and things like that. It looked like they were trying to come back, but uh, then some others that uh, I'm I'm a little concerned about some of these uh, offshore drillers. Yeah, well, I, look, I mean, I think they got some pretty good stuff coming out of out of uh, Guyana and other places around there. So I think I, I think the offshores, yeah, it's a problem. It's a problem, but. Well, well, the the price per barrel is pretty low for offshore drillers. I don't know if they can really make any money at it or not. Uh, they can down there, but you got to have some pretty big size, good size fields. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Ted, okay, good talking concern, to you. Randy. See you next week. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, but by the way, I think that the riskier part of the corporate curve are, are the the stuff just above uh, above junk that's that that really is trading closer. That's it, very tight to the market. That that's perceived as good quality. It could go away. That that's where I think the risk is. Ted, let's take a call from Julia. Hey, Julia, how you doing? Good. I'm doing well. Thank you, Ted. Um, uh, I was <laughs> I was wondering if I can ask you a question regard, regarding Johnson and Johnson stock. Sure. Mm-hmm. I like I like Johnson and Johnson stock very much, and I like to own a piece of a pie. And as of the uh, Friday uh, closing, the price uh, was one hundred twenty-seven dollars and seventy-four cents. Do you think this is the uh, good entry point for Johnson and Johnson stock? You know, I, ch- I would give it a little more time. Uh, they got hit with that uh, baby powder and the asbestos, which seems a little suspicious to me because I got to believe they're watching that super, super closely. And, and I, 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 you know, I, I would be, you know, you, you never know quite what's going on there. Uh, I, I do think they're having to deal with the with the opioid issues, and plus they got hit with another big lawsuit. You know, I, I think somewhere in here, I think it goes maybe a little over. You shoot, you get a better shot. They got a fortress balance sheet. I think it might be the last AAA company left out there. At least it was mm-hmm. a, a while back when I looked. It's got a very strong balance sheet. So over time, Johnson and Johnson's going to do pretty well. But right now, they're under a little pressure. I'd give it a little time see if it backs off some more. Okay, good deal. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jim. Have a great weekend. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. That was that question on Johnson and Johnson, and, and you know they they they're having to deal with some. They, the sad thing on the opioid, they, I think they only had one or two percent of the market, and uh, but they, they're just going after everybody in this sector, and, and, and so we just kind of watch and see what happens there. Um, the a couple things, Brexit. <laughs> you think we have problems, right? Okay, the, uh, 
Prime Minister Johnson got to deal with the Europeans. They've been fighting now for two years, back and forth. They're battling, battling. They finally got a deal, and Parliament blows the deal up this morning. And so now we'll, we'll see what happens there. Uh, he said he's not going to ask for a for a uh, an extension. We'll, we'll see. But, but it just goes to show you, for all the problems we think we have in the United States, the Europeans, look at Brexit. You know, the Europeans, they got their debt levels are much higher than us. They've never restructured their banks like we did after the crisis. Some of their banks are in severe financial trouble. And, uh, you know, now the, the, their economies are slowing down pretty dramatically. And, and so we'll, we'll kind of see see how all this stuff plays out. But uh, yeah, they really have problems over there. And so we're still one of the best places to be. The same thing with China. Uh, you know, look at China. You know, one of the great things that's happened with the Hong Kong situation, the free Hong Kong deals, it's finally turned the spotlight. Everybody has been equating the United States as the same as China. And it really turned the spotlight away. Wait a minute. They're nothing like the United States. These people have no freedoms. They have concentration camps going up. You know, they're taking over uh, Tibet and different places like that. And, and now they're trying to do the same thing with Hong Kong. And people are realizing that, whoa, this is not a, a nice group of people. And, and, and so, I, I, you know, I think that we're, we're seeing some kind of positives on that issue. But looking at Johnson & Johnson, you know, it, it, it's back to where it has a lot of support right around the 127 level. I, I think we got to wait and see if it holds that uh, before you, you, you really come in and, and try to do anything with that one. Um, the couple other things. Uh, you know, as I said, with the markets, I'm seeing lower highs on the S&P on the on the Dow on the Nasdaq, it didn't. They they haven't broken through the highs, uh, and and there's been lower highs. And I think this is something we want to watch. And the other thing out there, that that really uh, looks very interesting to me is the enterprise stocks this week, which is everything from ServiceNow to uh, Cisco, all Adobe, all these companies. You know, the, the the cloud stock enterprise, about a week ago, Goldman made some comments that enterprise spending in corporations was slowing down. And since then, there's been kind of one blow up after another in the sector. There really appears to be some slowdown in that sector. And that's been one of the hotter sectors out there we've seen. And, and so this is another case. The hottest sector of the market has been these big growth stocks. They're all starting to break down. Again, it's another thing of, of things really internally in this market just aren't looking just super good uh, overall. And, and and so this is something uh, that we want to watch. These have been kind of the leaders. The NASDAQ sort of broke down. Uh, we had a really bad Friday. I mean, Boeing fell apart. Uh, and Johnson Johnson was off. Uh, and, and the market actually did pretty well just holding up off 250 points. So so we'll have to see. But I, I do think you want to be cautious. we got a little pullback in the precious metals. Uh, the other thing I'm seeing breaking, as we talked about one of our calls, or a couple things. Interest rates have been ticking up over the last week or so, which is very interesting. Uh, the dollar has started to turn down as well about that same time. This is right around the time the Fed has come up with this quantitative easing program, which is starting to force the dollar down. That's going to be very bullish for precious metals. Uh, and so, again, we think there's a, a move there. I, I think you want to be shorter-term bonds right now. I think you want to be precious metals. I, I think you want to be very cautious. Uh, companies that can kind of either, th where the valuations are reasonable. Keep in mind, in 1999, a lot of stocks blew up and collapsed, but there was a lot of solid companies underneath that were kind of value plays that did really well. And I think you want to be looking at those uh, out there uh, in uh, the oil sector. Interesting thing on the oil sector in the journal. Over the last 12 months, there's been basically one company, Hess, we were lucky enough to be in that one, and uh, it, that was up over the last 12 months. We're out of Hess now, but I still like it. Uh, it out of all, so you had one company, oil company, in the last 12 months that's up, which is really over 12 months, which is really interesting. It's true. A couple things are happening. Oil has come down to 53. The rig count has dropped from about 1,200 to about 900. This is our approximate numbers, but we're seeing a drop in, in, in the rig count. Uh, you know, so things are slowing down. Uh, you know, it, it, we talked about, you know, some slowdown, particularly offshore as well on the shale. Uh, and, and it just gets it's it's difficult right now. And the other thing that's happening in the oil sector is there is a huge. We're dealing with the same thing in a lot of areas. There's a huge push from the the the, the socialist and the Democrats to 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 eliminate oil and gas. We literally have some 
some some presidential candidates on the on the on the on the democratic side that want to out they're going to ban immediately all fracking on federal lands in a short order all fracking everywhere which is going to cause the collapse of of tremendous parts of the economy there huge numbers of democrats believe that oil is going to be phased out over the next 10 years and within 10 years everyone's going to be driving electric cars and so what's happening is these same democrats are running around and talking to to all these pension funds and endowments and foundations and all this really big money and all time look you're going to have to plan for the end of the oil and gas era and you need to start dumping your oil and gas stocks now and a lot of these people they're all up in New York City and California. They're all drinking the same Kool-Aid, and they're all believing this stuff. I mean, we, as we talked about on the show, I think, like last week, I mean, this is the problem in this country. you got these people living in these little bubbles that are convincing them of, uh, themselves of all this insanity. And, uh, you know, they, they're all running around talking about the end of, 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 of automobiles, and, you know, you can't go anywhere, and, you know, even you can't be able to fly in a, same, a jet. And the same exact people that are saying this are getting on private jets and jumping across the puddles, so to speak, to to go, you know, go to France or London for the, for the you know, for the week. Uh, and they're telling them, and so this is a problem. So there's a lot of pressure on oil and gas. It's, I want you to understand, it's not just, it's not just that the oil prices are down. It's, it's there's this huge pressure from, from the, 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 these elitists out there to, to eliminate oil and gas. I think they're get, they're going to fail. Look, I think are we making a transition over the long term? Yes. We don't want to be here a hundred years from now, the story isn't going to be we're all driving electric cars. The story is, is, is you know, we're in danger of losing. We don't have enough oil and gas for the future. That's the real danger. That's the real story. It isn't the fact that, that it has no place for oil and gas. So something to think about. Uh, I, I think on the pullbacks, the sector is looking interesting to get into. Uh, I think you could see it go a little lower. It's interesting it hasn't gone up with the trade deal, which means there's still problems out there and the global economy is still slowing. Something to think about. A couple things coming up at the end of the show. If you haven't gone to uh, sign up for the newsletter, sign up for our free newsletter. It's absolutely free. We don't bother you at all. We write about all types of fascinating things. Just go to maxoutsavings.com. If you need some help with your IRA rollover, if you're retired, that's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. We we buy, we, we we invest in value stocks. We do a lot of work, risk analysis work, and, and help people manage their retirement assets. So if you need some help, go to our website. You can sign up for a free appointment with me and, and go over your situation. I did not get to the uh, the TOD accounts. I'll get that next week. Uh, but uh, so anyway, if you need some help, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. Be happy to help you. Until then, remember the motto, our philosophy is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. We see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Oh,